0: Welcome, everybody. Share number six oh nine. We're learning today. nishmas, nishmas, blima Okay, getting back to our malach of dying coloring. I just wanted to finish up some a few more odds and ends in reference to the uh, makeup issues, and then just try and move on from there. Okay. So the sefalelam test is on page seven forty five brings down b'shem um, Reb Shlomo Zalman. Uh, and others that, in reference to regular nail polish, the use of regular nail polish is also would be also to do, else the malacha of cervea, coloring and dyeing. And even if it's clear, even using clear nail, nail polish would also be also to use because of the lacquered shine, adds a qualitative finish. And again, one is enhancing the surface, even though it's clear, but it's still enhancing the surface. And the nail that is you know quite similar to the accomplish of it's, it's it's coloring the bottom line is that it's coloring the surface and it's enhancing the surface and even though it's clear it's still also to do on shabbos also, further further he brings down that lemaisa it could be also the an, another reason that the clear nail polish being clear when it's a colored nail polish that we understand that makes we that's that's clear to us a colored nail polish is a real tzaveya coloring, but even on a clear nail polish it could also be reasoned that the clear nail polish is an enhancement of the natural color of the nail, similarly to deepen the existing color. Again, it's all part of the enhancement of the surface and all falling into the malacha of tzaveya, coloring and dyeing. Therefore, he finishes off that applying any type of nail polish would become under the uh, malacha of Tzevea and is also to use on Shabbos. Now, we spoke, of course, about the lipstick, which can be used. That's, uh, we said there's a few problems. We said the coloring. We said memarech. Another thing uh, he brings under the Sefer Test, melacha, some reference to regular chapstick. The same would be true regarding the use of regular chapstick for chapped lips. Smearing one's lips with regular chapstick, um, the hard stick is takad again the same problem of Mimareach, smearing which one could not do on Shabbos. One of the lamedes malachas. Another thing he brings down which lemaisa uh, even though it's called blemish concealers, um, there's certain type of things that are put on for blemish concealers to conceal certain blemishes on the face or the like would also not be allowed to be done because of the fact because in almost all cases, the use entails coloring of the skin. It's obviously a way of coloring up the skin to hide the blemishes. And as we said in, in the previous share, that in reference to the Shabbos makeup, if they have these type of blemish concealers and it's a pure um, powdery, pure, pure powdery substance with no oil base and so on, again, in those cases, a rub must be consulted um, and one has to look into how it was made and the way that it's being used. But just um, as far as the person would think that it's a regular blemish concealer, it's still a question of, it's still a problem of coloring of the skin. Lamai said the bottom line is, when the dust settles, as they say, that's what a person wants to do, is to have the skin colored, so thereby the blemish is not seen. So says the Seifullah Tesmalachiz, going further. Interesting he does bring down the Seifullah Tasmalachas on page seven forty six. Um, that one may apply, one may even apply suntan lotion to pl- apply suntan lotion for simple protection against sunburn. One is going out, let's say it's very sunny or the like, and they just want to put a little bit on their arms. Um, not doing it, of course, for color, to apply suntan lotion for protection against sunburn when walking or staying outdoors. Uh, one would it would be a would be allowed, but one does has to make sure. However, the lotion must be thin and pourable; it must be a free-flowing, thin, pourable lotion. If it's a thicker, a uh, little bit thicker, with like cream and so on, that's already memareach, It's not seveya, but because the person is just doing it for protection from the sun, but lamaisa, it's a problem of like we've been talking about memareach, smearing um a harder substance that can be due it has to be a, just a free-flowing um a free-flowing type of a liquid and then just the fact that a suntan lotion would be okay interesting thing he brings down also is according to some place to take a regular suntan to go out and take a suntan Was uh, is also running into a problem surveyor um Lemaisa suntan leaves a more permanent color in the skin than example um, than the examples mentioned earlier, which we were talking about. Then it much it changes the color of the skin, so one has to be careful. But de- nevertheless, Lemaisa that uh, regular sunbathing would be a problem according to some Paiskim. But nevertheless, walking outside, of course, even though if it's a sunny day, a very hot sunny day, that is no problem. Even though somebody says, well, I'll take a walk for five blocks. It's a nice hot summery day. Uh, I'll come back with a tan. Just taking stama's a simple walk, that is no problem, of course, on Shabbos, uh, even if there's a probability that the person might get tanned because of the heat or because of the strength of the sun in that area. And the brings on, even if one would talk and be pleased with that happening because of the tanning is not intentional. The, 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 the Chazal never said you're not allowed to walk outside just because it's sunny. You're not allowed to walk outside just because it's a nice, hot, sunny day. Even though a person would be happy with a nice suntan uh, due to the combination of the hal- various different halachic factors, unintentional suntanning should not, would not, be, need not be avoided. And one could definitely walk outside in the regular matter. It's just badaf because somebody laying down, sun suntan, like that. That's what the say not to do that. Now, interesting to note in reference to removing makeup, um, for example, let's say somebody has a powdery form of makeup on their face from before Shabbos and they want to remove it on Shabbos. So the said that's a, that's much easier. He brings down, does it say for Lama Test on page 749, that a woman would be allowed to wipe away uh, powdery forms of makeup on one's face. The reason why we say powdery forms, if it's a thicker substance, could be a little bit of a problem of memareach, so one has to be careful with that. But regular powdery forms of makeup, which one had on their face, just remove it, um, should be okay. However, it's preferable to use, like we've been talking about in the past, one should use disposable tissues or paper napkins, not to use a rag or a towel, because in fact, that's a little bit questionable we spoke about that in halacha Uh, always best to use a tissue or a paper napkin when doing so in order to avoid any questions of surveyor on a cloth uh, which will be used for the wiping now lamaisi does bring down it is questionable it's questionable Taka, what may one if one may wipe away heavy application of blush uh, cream or lipstick as the cream may smear while being wiped off. Again, that's running into problems of the other malach, which we've been talking about, and that is memareach, schmearing. I mean, l'mayse b'dyevah, there are some Paiskim who would permit it, so we're not going to get into all the details now, um, uh, but definitely the powdery substance is not a problem, and even the schmearing substance, one should double-check with that, but l'mayse, there are paiskim who permit it. Now I don't want to get. In, we're not going to get into all the details now, obviously, because that's a total different malacha of memareach. Um So we have to talk about that separately. But the reason why those who the the would permit it, he just does bring down on page nine twenty four that it, it's, it uh, would be okay to rub off. It is permitted to rub off unwanted ointments, for example, from one skin, uh, excess ointments that seeped from beneath a bandage, for example, or a dressing or the like, on one skin onto the surrounding skin. To rub it off, this would not be memarech because of the fact that there is no interest and no need in the smearing effect. Therefore, the act of rubbing off is not within the premise of memarech. Okay, we're going to get into those details when we learn memarech, but that will be a reason why uh, it would also not be a problem in this case too. It's just a question of the coloring, uh, like we said, preferably to use a tissue or a napkin or the like. Just real quickly, the um, in reference to removing. Uh, coloring, so he does bring down the sefer lam tes is that the malacha of tzeveya, our malacha of dyeing and coloring, entails the creating, changing, or enhancing of a permanent color effect. However, removing an existing color is generally not tzeveya, as it uh, uh, and, and in fact is not in, of itself any malacha at all because of the fact again, one is not changing, creating, or enhancing any permanent effect on a surface; they're just removing it. He only says he brings down unless one's intention is taka to reveal the original color that's beneath. But in general, uh, when one is removing um, color, it's because they want to get rid of it. It's on the whatever the case is, they want to clean off the face. You know what I mean? It's not a question of that they they want to really, uh, you know, uh, show off the real color, as they say. Again, like we've been saying, preferably to use a tissue, pre-cut paper towel or a napkin. Thank you for listening. Atzlacham. Brach tov.